Now, I know what you're thinking with that music. Oh, my Lord. Are they talking politics? No, we're not. Don't worry. We don't hate ourselves that much. That is my theme music that I'm going to play the day I walk into NFL headquarters and I take over as NFL commissioner in 2036. Now, I know what you're saying, Caleb. Why are you waiting that long? I'm going to let myself age a little bit, mature. I'm going to watch the game more. I'm going to learn more. And then in 2036, if it hasn't been done by then, because someone listened to this podcast, we will have a kickoff in overtime in the NFL. We will have NFL Players Day where you can wear whatever you want in your jersey and cleats and socks. We're not going to talk about how two players got fined $15,000 this week for wearing their socks, quote-unquote, too low. Okay? Wait, what? We're going to give too the low? players more power. And as NFL commissioner, I'm not going to wear a suit in the meetings. I'm going to wear a hoodie. Because comfort before everything. Hey, can we can we talk about how good you look in a hoodie though? Like hoodies are the greatest thing ever invented. Okay, are you cold? Great. There's some thick hoodies. Is it hot outside? But you still want to wear a hoodie? Great. There's thin hoodies. Did it all of a sudden just rain out of nowhere because you live in Mobile, Florida, or Seattle? Great. You have a hood on. Just put it over your head. Hoodies. Do you want to look else, like you got What else games? do you want? What else do you – and there are hoodies that you could unzip the sleeves on, put in your pockets, and then zip them on if it gets too cold or it starts raining. What else Hashtag do you want in clothing? That means the king of sleeveless hoodies. What else do you want in clothing? I don't understand. If you're not wearing hoodies, are you okay? But for real, I want to see what what you pick to wear on draft night when it comes to the shoes. Oh, I'm going Jays. No question yeah. about it. Which which I, I know that I obviously 2036. Oh, oh, we got a long oh, way. Er, we, got er, a long, we got a long way er, to go. Er, I, I'm not, it doesn't matter what shoe comes out. I'm wearing the Air Air Jordan Four Wahlburger. The freaking Mark Wahlberg shoes. So freak. Oh. So so um um. What's his name? Plays for the Rockets. Tucker. James Harden. Oh, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. He wore the shoes. To warm up in before a game, and these are like, like top of the line. Like I could, I will never see these shoes in person unless I'm the NFL commissioner's shoes. You that's what I'm wearing draft night. Is that what they that, are? That's what I'm wearing draft night. Good lord, I like it though. But with hey, a under with a hoodie under a suit coat. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going burgundy suit coat with a white hoodie underneath. And that's what okay. we're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, I will be tuning in on my uh, TV. May I may buy tickets to the draft that first year just so that you if, can have at least one person clapping for you. Because no, we if, all I, know. if I come out as commissioner and I don't get booed, I'm jumping. In, I'm jumping in the crowd and I'm fighting people. <laughs> you're, you're quitting right there. Draft night. I want to get booed louder than I've ever been booed before. Uh, when was the last time you got booed? I haven't. That's why I'm mad about it. Someone boo me. Someone come to look. Next time we have a game, I think it's on like I think we have a game November like 16th or 17th again at Lamar Christian. Someone buy a ticket online through the school. Email Lamar Christian School in Purvis. Buy a ticket, and when they announce start lineups, 
and they say, hey, coach by Caleb Bennett, boo me. Please, wait, I want hey, you to. Wait, are, are you? I want you to. I want your anger. Are you playing? Are you playing on the twelfth? Or that get that get mm. that get that get canceled? What twelfth? November. From November. Yeah. Yeah, they got canceled due to COVID. Dang it! I wanted to boo you that night. I would have booed you that night. Yeah, they got canceled because of COVID. Dang it! Stupid COVID. Stupid COVID. But hey, you know what? It's all right. We got a great, great podcast ahead of us today don't we i mean great podcast yeah because covid can't cancel our podcast unlike it can cancel wisconsin season mic drop that's all right what's up everybody welcome back to sports brain podcast this is jackson and caleb and you know what? Speaking, what? Of, speaking of commissioners, Adam Silver is on the hot seat with the NBA coming back. I don't think he's on the hot seat. Well, I, 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 not not hot seat as like getting like out as NBA commissioner. I'm saying like no. this is a hot topic with the NBA coming oh, hot, back. Hot, hot, hot topic. I mean, so he's on the hot seat trying to get it Dude. back. This topic is so hot it burned off the rest of the hair he had on top of his head. It's shining. Oh, um, I do I do like going in straight into this topic though on the NBA restart. I do like how they're giving the players union the chance to vote on when. Um, and so before we dig into this, I'm, I'm just going to go through what each start date would mean. Okay, mm-hmm. for um for you the know, players. For what start would mean. So so December 22nd start would mean. Training camps on December 1st, three or four preseason games and a 72-game regular season. Travel will be reduced by 25%. Um, I think it will be 14 back-to-backs for every team. The playoffs will begin around May 22nd, so the finals will conclude around July 22nd. Which isn't now, that normally how it – oh, playoffs are usually – That's that's very close, yeah. It yeah, normally very, ends you, in mid to late July. That's that's okay. very close. Yeah. Um, now, now, the thing they're doing different is they're doing a six-day – all-star break with that interesting uh you know what i kind of like that because if you're gonna try and squish a 72 game season yeah i mean you you gotta remember you gotta give them longer you gotta give them longer you gotta remember some of these guys just got done playing Mm -hmm. last month um yeah um but then i'm gonna get a little bit more of that yeah because like so for it we'll get into more of that as far as like you know if we should expect all the superstars who just played let's say like the the conference finals to play to start, but anyways. Yeah. Um, so a January 18th start would mean training camp start on December 28th for three weeks, and you have a little preseason, two, mm-hmm. three or four preseason games. The playoffs will begin around June 28th, and the finals will conclude in August. Again, either way they go, they're doing a six-week All-Star break. Okay. I think the All-Star break would be in March if it starts on the 22nd, and it would be in April if it starts um, in January 18th instead of December 22nd. So can um, we... there, was a, there was another start date. Um, yeah. Uh, thrown out there, but I think they've narrowed it down to these two. So can we get the um, now, December with, 22nd with this, one, please? I'll uh, I'm off for the December 22nd one. I'll start but with, either, either way, either way, um, our trusty guy Woj reported the league is indeed consider, is considering a play-in tournament involving the 7th and 8th seeds in each conference. The number 7 and 8 teams would have to beat the number 9 and 10 teams once in two tries to claim their place in the postseason. So if, let's say like you go that. I love it. Let's say you go eight versus nine, seven versus ten. If ten beats seven the first game, 
okay? Whoever wins yeah. the next game gets in. I like it because especially in the West, there's always a team that literally their fate is on the line the last night of the season at number eight plays. Yes. And like and they had no like they could have won the night before and they still need number eight to lose. And their n- number eight's playing like let's just throw out the Knicks. And it's so like of course number eight's gonna win. You know it's just how fate played out to be. I like yeah. this. Now, it adds a little something else to it. I, I only like it for the West because me being an East fan and being a Chicago Bulls fan, mm-hmm. uh, the eighth seed really is never that close to nine and ten in the East in the past few years. It hasn't it hasn't been that close. Like where like like you said the the West the West has come down to a half game. Well, like the between, West the West like six through ten is always close. Exactly versus the East maybe eight nine and ten are close, but no. Like six always separates itself from yeah. seven and eight. Like, about, well, well, even seven most time is set. Like even this year, seven was separated from eight. And, yeah. So, but, like, so like I if, like it for the West, but for the yeah. East, it 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 doesn't make sense because you know you let's say you have that you know eight seed. That's what if you're three or four games ahead of nine. Well, here's my like, thing. Here's why I like it for both. Is because there's always teams. So like, let's say the Timberwolves. Okay, let's say they don't trade for Devin Booker. They just draft. They have D'Lo. They have Towns. They have some young talent. And they now they have this draft pick. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say Car Anthony Towns is hurt for four or five games, and they lose all four of them games, and now they're they're the tip seed by two games. So like now this is like okay, they're probably the better team than the eight seed, but in the normal year they wouldn't make the playoffs. Now they have a chance to go play the seventh seed and get in as a higher seed than the eighth seed. And so even okay. for the West, let's say the Wizards, okay, who should be back in business this year with Bill and Wall, let's say Wall John, has no, to has John, to do like Kawhi. John, John well, sorry. What? I was going John, well, John, uh, okay. well, sorry. But, but anyway, <laughs> let's, let's say Wall has to manage his games and what he plays. He doesn't. He, there, now let's say four, 14 back-to-backs. For each team, if you do the December 22nd start, I think it's in 17 or 18 if you do the January 18th. So a lot of back-to-backs for a guy coming off a two-year injury. And right. so he's going to miss a lot of games. And let's say they lose four or five games, and they're the 10th seed, and they're only out of the 8th seed by one or two. You're like, well, if John Wall were to play, we're the better team. We get in. And so, again, it does work for the East that way. And that's why I love it. Because in the NBA, okay. you always have these guys that have to – sit out games because of injuries, little small ankle injuries here and there, and the, and the games are so rapid. You know, it's and not like the NFL Jordan. where if you twist your ankle on a Sunday, you're probably back by Friday sometimes if it's not bad and you don't miss mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. In the NBA, if you twist Jordan. an ankle, you will miss at least one game. Yes, that's true. Cause you so, got, and so uh, I like yeah. it. Yeah, so now that you mentioned that, like when you lay out that type of scenario, it makes sense, and I'll, yeah. I'll agree with you. Yeah. Um, but I'm – I'm with you. I'm hoping for the December 22nd one for less back-to-backs for yep. the players and especially the guys coming off of the bubble. But then again, you've got teams not saying, you know, a team's going to go from not making the bubble to making the NBA championship, but like yeah. you got teams that haven't played since March. Well, it's just it's just it just March. makes everything more interesting because like and, it, and I'm done with I'm done with this 9 to 7 8 9 10 playing after this. Is mm-hmm. let's say let's say the the Denver Nuggets get a two seed, okay, so they should be playing seven. Well, okay, uh, 
Minnesota. Not Minnesota. Yeah, yeah hold up. The Timberwolves. Okay. Yeah, whoever gets the Timber- 10 seed. Yeah. Let's say the, the Timberwolves are, are the 7 seed, okay? And they match up really well against Denver. So, like, Denver mm-hmm. is, like, worried about that. Well, now they go in and play the Suns at the 10th seed. The Suns beat them, and now Denver's cruising. So, like, it just adds another layer of, like, just this crazy, like, it, how in the NBA, NBA should be crazy, you know? Like, the NFL right. can be so predictable sometimes. The NBA is so unpredictable, and that's why it's my favorite. It's not just because of basketball. Like, I love basketball, but, like, I do love the NFL. I just wish it was a little bit more unpredictable. Um, but speaking of unpredictable, how about college football this year? Oh, my gosh. It's right. it's unpredictable if you are not in the ACC, Big 12, or SEC. Because at least those three conferences are smart and decided to play, I believe it's a 10-game season, with two weeks potential for makeup games in case COVID strikes your team. Well, it's not even just like – like it's not even – like it's not even COVID this year. Like even the games, because of like the lack of training camp, is so unpredictable. So unpredictable. Yeah, yeah and I get that. But like you have – now you have the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Big Ten doing an eight-game schedule. Pac-12 doing a seven-game schedule. Um, yeah. Big Ten has announced – they announced this at the beginning of the season. You have to play at least six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. Last week, we saw Wisconsin cancel their game against Nebraska. Now, here's here's my thing. Nebraska's doing everything that you know, doing everything right and everything. Wisconsin, they've got their like their cases and everything. Like they're going up. I get that. I get Wisconsin. You know, okay. Hopefully, everyone's safe and gets healed. I, I will say that. But like, um, yes, Nebraska has one loss, but I'm not. I, this this is not me saying this as a Nebraska fan. This is me saying this as a football fan. What if Nebraska goes and runs the table? Like that, obviously they be fine. They'll be seven. They'll be six and one. They've won six games. There you go. But they canceled this game against Wisconsin. Okay, there's like, still six wins. You miss but, one game, you play six more. If you go run the table, six yeah. and one. But should this count against? Wisconsin, like Wisconsin, here's 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 where I'm getting with this. Wisconsin canceled against Nebraska, yeah. and today, on Tuesday, they announced that their game against Purdue is canceled. Yeah. Let's say Wisconsin runs the table. Go they go six and zero. Nebraska, six and one, didn't get to play Wisconsin. Should that go against Wisconsin and be counted as a forfeit as a loss? I think you do. Yeah, but then but then you're both tied at six and one, so then it's really. But so if that's the case, loss to Nebraska. If if that's the case, though, then it should also go against. Oh, they should have another loss against Purdue, so they should be six and two. Well, there you go. Then you're fine. So, but 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 like the the Big Ten way to figure it way, they'll have a way to figure it out. I get that. I mean, we've we've stated we've stated we've stated early on that they let's let's be polite here. They screwed themselves with this eight game schedule. Yeah. They should have. They should have done like the pack. Now the Pac-12 started late. They should have started when they started with a seven-game schedule, okay? Mm-hmm. And said, okay, there is yeah. a week. Yes, there is a, a week, week where you can make up games. Yep. At the end. Yep. At the end, there is a week. There is a week, and it and you use that week to make up games that would really matter. So let's that say, would matter. If there's no like, games that matter, then fantastic. Yeah, if like, Wisconsin. 
if Wisconsin just like only forfeited the Nebraska game and they go and run the table and now they're let's say they're six and zero because we're running seven game series. Yep. Then don't worry about the seventh game. Don't worry about the Nebraska game if Nebraska didn't go sweep the table, didn't go run the table. You're right. good. You got it. So yeah. like they should have done a seven. Yeah. Everyone would have fine. That would have been much better. But still, I dislike hey. I dis I dislike the hate that the Big Ten is giving to Nebraska. Because if you look at Ohio State and Michigan, they both backed up um, Nebraska wanting to go and play somebody this this past week. Um, and you know what? As much hate as you and I both give to Ohio State, like props to them for backing Nebraska, and so did Michigan, your team, um, who's a big name. You know, they may not – we both know they're not competing for the Big Ten championship this year. We'll get to that later. I don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, nothing happened. Happen. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. But, um, but, you know, Paul Feinbaum is the Colin Coward of college football. I oh, God. Him. Here we go. I despise him. Oh, God. But he comes out and just rags and rags and rags on Nebraska for one to try and schedule. That's what, schedule, that's schedule what he does, though. Like, that's what gives him views. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should start doing that. Maybe we should start ragging teams. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but then you have Lou Holtz, who is a great, well-renowned coach and former announcer who came out and said, you know, this game should count as a loss for Wisconsin. Give it to them. Like, make it a forfeit. Like they are the ones who are forfeiting, but also this this is the last thing I'll say about the Big Ten and their whole scheduling thing. CDC requirements with this, you have to quarantine for fourteen days. It, they've mm. they've actually reduced it to ten. They've reduced it to ten, yeah. Which is, here's what's crazy, and so I'm going through this right now with my basketball mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Because we we had a we had a we had a kid you know get COVID mm-hmm. and I was lucky and kept my distance so I, and I tested negative so I can still go to work whatever well, um but but for the kids so that kid only the kid who has COVID yeah is in quarantine for ten days right all right he has COVID yes he's in quarantine for ten days right I was told the rest of us are quarantined from the school for fourteen yeah which I can understand that a little bit because you you, you want to get it. you want to give a couple days. For pre him testing positive and then him post, but the Big Ten is requiring a quarantine of twenty one days. Twenty one. Oh, like, okay, Big Ten. What do you know that the rest of the country doesn't? Yeah. Because, like, I get player safety and player health and coach health and everything like that and student safety, but like, twenty one days. Man. What do you know? That you're hiding from the rest of the country, Big Ten, Big Ten conference officials. What are you? What are you hiding? Because this is a big factor. Because as long as Wisconsin's starting quarterback tests positive, he's out for three weeks. After that, every time he tests positive, add an, add three weeks to that. So I mean, if Wisconsin comes back and can have a season. Their quarterback is out three weeks. But I'm intrigued to see if their cases stay up and the rest of the Big Ten doesn't, what happens to everybody that Wisconsin has to play? Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I think Wisconsin is forfeits the season at some point if they miss another one. Yeah, if, if they if they have to cancel against – I'm pretty sure they play Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
if they have to cancel that game, you go back and you give Michigan, Nebraska, Purdue, and everyone else a a win. Because yeah. if, if they end up forfeiting, the oh season, yeah, no, no. If, you if, give, if, you if they, I think up. if if they have to miss another one, then you just you give them else. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about it. Like, and I get if for Wisconsin right now, this sucks. Oh, absolutely, like, it does. It it sucks, and I get like as if I was a Wisconsin fan, I would lose my mind. But like, like if it was happening to Michigan, I'd be losing my mind. Hey, we but, know like, a Wisconsin it just, fan. It, it we has know to, a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, yeah, but but like this is what happened to happen. If you have to miss another one, mm-hmm. you know. Then, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like it, I, if you I, now if they don't have to miss another one, they can still play six games. Right. Give them a chance. Now, if but they, if they cancel again next week or another one down the road, yeah, just if they if, they're automatically eliminated from the Big Ten championship. If they cancel against Michigan, but can continue the rest of the season, they are disqualified from, from Big Ten championship. Yeah, and you give Nebraska, Purdue. And Michigan all a win. I figured out a way for Nebraska to win all to not lose this year. I figured what? it out. Just get COVID, <laughs> bro. No teams but, who get COVID are undefeated. Uh, that is not true. I'm talking about like and and don't play. You know what I'm saying like don't play that game. There has not been a team get COVID and lose the next game. Uh. We will see how that goes this weekend. I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like the next game they're out to play. I'm literally talking about the next game on their schedule because <sighs> they haven't played it. Jackson, stop oh, like stop overthinking this. <laughs> stop overthinking the joke. God. Teams who get COVID on a Tuesday never lose on that same Saturday. You want, me, you want me to make it easier for you? No, because I understand it now. Okay. No, you didn't. You know you didn't understand it. You now know you didn't understand. Now but you know it. what though? It's okay because you know what I don't understand. Is how to pick a game this year in college oh, football. Golly. I mean, come on, man. I'm tired. We we picked the worst year to start a podcast because <laughs> college football is so everything's unpredictable. Hey, did, I'm did, tired of. Didn't we talk about be, starting this last year? I, yes, <laughs> and I'm so tired of being wrong because literally last year I could have sit here and picked all these games and picked the upsets and upsets. And we would have talked about it and, and just in our small little group. And we'd be like, wow, that's crazy. Like, how did you pick that game? And mm-hmm. we would talk about it, whatever. But this year, Kate, n- neither of us catch a real break. Like, yeah. you're doing a, you're doing pretty good. But, like, there's just <laughs> these random games where it's just like, what happened? Right. I mean, yeah. last year, the only game we would have maybe, maybe gotten wrong was – Indiana at Penn State. Last year. This is last year. Last year. I'm but, but I'm saying, like – it like like last, but I'm saying like last year, if Indiana and Penn State played, we still wouldn't have picked that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some but, of these upsets last year, we probably would have picked, but this year it's like you don't know with COVID. Like, yeah, you like te- like Texas and LSU, that was a toss up last year, first game of the season. Toss up. We, uh, we we both picked it though. Did we? We both picked LSU. Yeah. and then LSU Alabama. Those two games are the only two that we probably could have gotten. Like, that was a toss up. I think I think me and you were split on that. Yeah, but, but like, that was a t- I agree. That was a toss every, up. Everything else, we probably could have guessed it. Oh, and then we, probably, we probably uh, yeah. um, Oklahoma, their one loss. I don't, I didn't see for yeah. see Oklahoma yeah. losing. Yeah, honestly, but you know what? Like, um, it's but it's, like this year, man. This this year, this, this, this we're not going to do too much of a recap this week, um, because there's so much that happened. But Michigan yeah. State loses to Rutgers week one. 
and they come in <laughs> to the big house. But, but the it's, big not house. Like, it's not like they were anywhere, man. I'm talking about a crowd, man. They were at the big house, man. Do you need a tissue? We just we just went to Minnesota, who's a ranked team, Not and mopped the floor with them. Not anymore. We go we go home. We're home. Oh, home on the range. Uh, uh. Dude, how? What happened? What happened? Jim, do you hate me, Jim? Jim Harbaugh. Like, I do you hate I me? Want to know what happened here? Like. Do you hate my happiness, Jim? Well, so here I'm looking at stats here. Joe Milton didn't have a touchdown pass, then he threw for 300 yards. Didn't have a touchdown pass. Joe Milton was your leading rusher. Like those two th- stats right there. Like that's not good. Let me let me tell you. You could have watched one drive, one drive from this whole game. I've calmed down now. You could have watched one drive from this whole game and realized how bad of a game it was for Michigan. And it was the last drive Michigan State had. And I think they got a fourth down very early on. No, they didn't get they got they a third le- they got multiple third downs. Multiple third yards. and longs. They got multiple and they just kept completing and completing and completing yeah. and completing. And but here's the kicker. It's third and I believe eight or nine and we're on their side of the field. Okay. So uh-huh. they're backed up. Right. They throw a pass. The ball is literally on the ground, okay? You couldn't see it in real time, but the ball is on the ground. The replay happens on live television three or four times. The announcers talk about it, figure it out themselves, and the replay center never stops the game and says to go check it out. Oh, you got to be kidding me. It, it, like The announcers were talking about it. They're like, how did no one in the replay center catch that? You could literally see the nose of the football smacking the ground like i would say one fourth of the football was on the ground so here's my question did let's see who was that for for michigan state like michigan, michigan state, state caught the ball technically caught yeah. the ball so did they and that moved did, to a first down and they they just went they rolled through our but, defense the rest of the way but the thing is did they hurry up and snap the ball before like it no that's what, that's what i'm saying like it was the replay time and everything the replay between that play and the other happened three or four times you got and the announcer kidding. just sat there and talked about it and I'm watching it over and over again. I'm like, okay, a replay is going to happen. Like, even they were saying it. No. They're like, a re- there should be a replay coming in here. And no replay came in. No, dude. But no, no replay the, came at in. At the same time, that would have you... that would have been fourth and it was either eight or nine. That have been yeah. fourth and eight or nine. Right on their side of the field, they would have had to punt. We go yeah. score and give ourselves more time, so we don't have to do an onside kick. We could have just kicked it off, called timeouts yeah. with them running the ball, and maybe got it back and maybe kicked the field goal. Well, actually, right. we would have had to kick a field. We would have won. We don't want. What am I saying? Yeah. What am I saying? What am I saying? You would have won. won. It was twenty to seventeen at that time. But here, here's the kicker for that one: is y'all are supposed to have a top ten defense? Like y'all have a top ten defense usually every year. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like once that play happened, our defense just literally laid down. Y'all, like, y'all, we were playing. It looked like it looked like our cornerbacks were playing soft coverage. Like we were up thirty. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Their first Michigan State's first uh, drive. Four plays, seventy-one yards. Their their second score, six plays, sixty-eight yards. Their third touchdown score, eleven plays, ninety-two yards against a top ten defense. Dude, I feel bad for you. Like, honestly, I feel bad for you. I just do. Well, on the I'm bright sorry. side for one of us, your quarterback didn't have an interception this week or a fumble. Hey, you know what? 
if if I'm being honest, I do not want to. Your see defense Adrian, allowed zero points. I don't want to see Adrian Martinez throw another pass. I want here, here's here's what fire. Here's what I want to see next week against Northwestern. Give me the old I formation option with Luke McCaffrey at quarterback. Scott Frost, you ran that offense. Bring it back, brother. Bring it back. You you saw. You saw what I was say. You saw what number McCaffrey was wearing as well, right? Wearing the same. He's wearing seven. Yeah. He's wearing the same as, as Frost. As Frost and Eric Crouch. Yeah. Two great option quarterbacks. Bring it back, Frost. Bring it back. Mar- hey, Martinez. Martinez isn't the main issue at Nebraska as far as that football program. <laughs> oh, I but know he is. I I just think it's like he's run his course. It's like Shea Patterson with me at Michigan. At some point last year, we should have been like, okay, Shea, like, okay, we mm-hmm. get it. You're a decent player, but like, you're part of the issue here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I going from meaningless football to, to the most meaningful game of the week, Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State. Woo-hoo-hoo! Talk about a butt whoop band. Could Coastal Carolina make themselves into the top 10 this year of football? Considering you've already got BYU and Cincinnati in the top 10, it's very possible. But But here's my thing, though. This would never happen in a normal year. It kind of be like UCF or whatever. Like they they sneak in there one week and then make themselves out because they played a weak team. Yep. But SEC's playing themselves all year. Big Ten's playing, Big 12's playing, Pac 12's playing themselves all year. Like so, there's going to be some weird losses that normally wouldn't happen. And they, I think they may go undefeated. They might. They should go undefeated. They don't. And they so don't like, have a Coastal Carolina does not have a hard schedule considering that's they what play, I'm saying going forward. They play South Alabama next week. Their hardest game is against Troy. Yeah, eh, I take it back. Their hardest game is against Liberty. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Oh, my that's goodness. Last game of the season for them. Yo, that's going to be a good game. Right now, they're both undefeated. Give me all. Oh, please. I hope they're both, they're both undefeated going into that game. I hope game. they're both undefeated by that game. Ooh, that's going to be an amazing game. Wait. Now, that that's good have football. Have that's good football. That, does, that is some good football. But, I mean, here, here's the thing. Coast Carolina. Now, Kansas is not a football school. They are not good. But, hey, they went in to a Big 12 um, stadium, and they beat Kansas first game of the season. So, I mean, like, huh. it, it's, 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 it's Coastal Carolina here today. <laughs> are they good more than just football? <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, when you look at Coastal Carolina's schedule for real, okay? Yeah. Their two toughest – their two two of their top three toughest is Kansas – and Louisiana Lafayette are gone. Mm-hmm. Beat Louisiana Lafayette by three. They beat Kansas by fifteen. Yeah, I, I will say this: Troy may not so, Troy may not be ranked, but Troy usually has a good yeah, football team. Troy's not a pushover. Troy's not a pushover. So Troy, but South Alabama is, <laughs> Texas State is, and Appalachia State's going to be. Eh, yeah. Okay. Right. So I mean, Troy's four and two. I mean, yeah, Troy I, and Liberty I'm, are going to be their two toughest games. And I'm excited. I think they go into Liberty undefeated. (laughs) But I mean, you had so like you had that game, but can like that was a great game. Can we talk about the upset of the week? The upset of the week that neither you or I thought was going to happen because we both know this team ain't bad, and just because they won this upset does not mean that they bad. They Texas. Went in to Stillwater, Oklahoma, and beat Oklahoma State. 
That's it. I'm done. They're back. Texas is back. <laughs> no. Someone, someone, no. Someone phoning in. No. Texas is no, back. No, 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 no. Texas football is back. Hey. Texas is back. Hey, you want to know? You, you want to know the last time they they beat a top five ranked opponent on the road was? That was that was there. Okay, go ahead. Tell me. 2010. You want to take a guess at who the team was that they beat? Come on. Oklahoma State. No. I was I was I was, uh, I was hoping you were just gonna guess because. You, you you are you know a a smart a smart man and you do like to rub some salt in some wounds sometimes. I'll give you one more. Iowa State. No, no, no. Who? Nebraska. Nebraska. They beat Nebraska. Nebraska. I'm sorry. I mean, you gotta remember, in 2010, I was 12. I, I I thought that you would just guess that off the top of your head, though. Like in 2010, Jackson, I was 12. I, I the odds that. of me ever watching Texas versus Nebraska in 2010 couldn't be any lower. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you being the person you are would have just guessed Nebraska. Just to rub some no, salt in the wound. I was, I was going for like I was going for a connection there. Because you said rub a, rub a salt in the wound, and I was thinking about Todd and Iowa uh, State. Yeah. <laughs> so not I was thinking please. there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was back when Nebraska was in the Big 12. Still wish they were. They may be doing better. But – Texas beat Oklahoma State. I will say this. Oklahoma State should have won that game, but they had four, maybe if I I may be wrong here, it was either four or five turnovers. And you can't give can't give Sam Ellinger that many opportunities. I mean, yes, he's not a great quarterback, but he's decent. He's gonna he's gonna make you pay. Like you get you give him five extra chances, you see what it happened. 41-34 in overtime. Is, is- so, like, one of the weirdest things that happened is, so, I don't know the kid's name, but Quinn Ewers, the number one ranked prospect overall in 2020 class, decommitted from Texas literally a day before they upset Oklahoma State. Oh, yeah. I wonder where, I that's I wonder hilarious. Who, I wonder where he's, where else he's looking. It better not. Uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Oklahoma. If he's smart, he go, he does Ohio State because Justin Fields well, isn't going to be there much longer. Um, but then again, uh, yeah. You no. said Clemson, Alabama, I mean, Ohio State. No, no way he goes to Clemson because Clemson's backup quarterback right now is was the number one recruit out of high school as well. So like, yeah, I go, he's, I'd go he's next in line there. I go Alabama. Mac Jones. Yeah, it's Alabama or Ohio State. Yeah. Pick one. Justin Fields is going to be gone before Mac Jones, but like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that was that was a pretty good thing. You had a couple other upsets. You had West Virginia beating Kansas State, pretty bad, which I was not expecting. Virginia beat North Carolina. That's big. So if you if you live in any type of Virginia, one of the two, congratulations, yeah. you had a good weekend. <laughs> good weekend for Virginia, right? Um, and then Oklahoma. Um, sorry to all my Oklahoma friends. You know what? I just better start doing, Caleb. Is I better just say Oklahoma's going to lose every week and look at what they do. But they come out and give a butt whooping to Texas Tech, sixty-two to twenty-eight. Good lord. The best, the best thing that happened in Texas Tech this week is that Matt McClung on their basketball team got eligible to play this year. Hey, there we go, there we go. Hey, there's always a bright side of Texas Tech. Hang in there, okay? <laughs> but hey, that was last week. You a little hungry? Oh my god, I'm starving. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. Before you even get into it, I've got a Domino's sandwich sitting right in front of me, but I refuse to eat during the podcast. So yes, I'm starving. So please tell me what I can do right now. To make myself less hungry. You can take some butter.
put it on a knife. Okay. Cut you a little okay. uh, slice of bread. And it's bread. I'm full now. Hey, I like that's what I like to hear. Hey, so Friday night lights. We got two games. Friday night lights. We got some good games actually on Friday. Not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the funny thing is, is the biggest game out of the two isn't even coming out of a Power Five conference. I know, right? That's crazy. I think that's the best part about it. But we got number eleven Miami. Traveling to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, take on North Carolina State. Um, if I'm going to be honest here, I think this is going to be actually a pretty good game. Even though you got a ranked versus unranked, North Carolina State isn't a pushover, and Miami they've handled good teams not too well and bad teams well. So this is going this is going to be a toss up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Miami by seven. Even though the line's ten and a half, give me Miami by seven. I'm going to take NC State here. And there's one reason I'm taking NC State. I was reminded this week that (laughs) my old math professor at Mobile is a huge NC State fan. And he would give out a free quiz grade if NC State beat a top-ranked opponent in the SEC or ACC. So, like, if ACC ACC team they play Mm -hmm. in any sport – is ranked 15 or above, and they won, NC State won, he would give out a free quiz grade, in-class quiz grade. Well, and so I'm hoping for all my Mobile people taking his class that NC State wins. So I'm going to take NC hey, State. Hey, there you go. That that would be nice. By a field goal. Hey, okay. Last second? Or like La- last second? Mm, no. <laughs> they're going to get the ball. They're going to kick a field goal, and they're going to stop Miami. Ooh, I like it. But you know what? Let's get to the later game of Friday night. BYU against actually this would actually I would consider Boise State some competition finally for BYU. The the line is finally less than twenty. It's three in favor of BYU. Three. Okay. okay. That's 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 uh saying a lot right there. You mean BYU by twenty? <laughs> yeah, I mean BYU. Someone correct that line. Someone give BYU the respect they deserve. I mean Boise State, yes, good team. But Boise State's played two games. Uh, BYU, seven games under their belt. They are clicking. They're in a rhythm. Give me BYU by 25. So, I mean, that, that, that's, what, that's what I got. You, you, want, you want to take this next game, uh, Big Blue? No. <laughs> no, because I don't know what to think. Because, okay, so next is Michigan versus Indiana, yep. all right? And I know we are better than our performance we showed versus Michigan State. And even the line agrees, even Vegas agrees. They have Michigan number 23 in the nation against number 13, Indiana, and they've got us three and a half favored. Uh-huh. But, I like, I, I just don't know. <laughs> like, is Indiana the real deal, or they get lucky two weeks in a row? I mean, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Michigan just because I'm a Michigan fan. Um, uh, give, give, and when I take Michigan, you know I'm going to take them crazy. Give me Michigan by 10 if they're going to win. If they're going to lose, they're going to lose by freaking 15 or something like okay, that. Okay. Um, but give me Joe Milton, more than 250 passing yards. Hopefully he'll actually get a passing t- touchdown. Um, his stats should look a lot better. If you go back and watch that Minnesota film, we had like three passes for him. That was 20 yards plus, and on all three, the receivers got tripped up or fell right before the end zone, 
and our running backs rested in. I mean, um, realistically, Joe Milton's stats look great. Uh, like you said, just the receivers just can't punch it in because I mean, he's got he's thrown for almost 600 yards in two games, and he only has one touchdown pass. Like, hello, the guy's here. Like, he's playing well. Like, give the man some credit. But I think I think Indiana's hopeful Cinderella season is coming to an end here. Give me Michigan by uh, 14. It, it just is what makes sense to me. Well, what doesn't make sense is SMU 6-1 and one versus Temple 1-3. and three. Okay, and they've got SMU 17-and-a-half favored. Again, someone put respect on these ranked teams – Name like no. seventeen and a half. I, honestly, I, I think SMU. I, I think SMU is going to win by twenty five plus. Okay, like I'll, I'll agree with that. But here's what I don't agree with: SMU is not a top twenty team. Give me the give put SMU down below twentieth. Honestly, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, but they're still way better than Temple. Yeah. Oh, at, oh, by far. Give me SMU by thirty. But like, they should be ranked like twenty second. If we're going to be honest. No. no. But. Now, Jackson, yes. I don't want you. To, I don't want you to lose your mind. I don't want you. I don't. You know, squeak your eyes. I know you're a little bit. You're getting a little bit older now. Okay, Wait, you know hold, hold, older. hold on. Let, squeak your let, eyes. Let me. Let me make put, sure my contacts are in focus here. Put put in your contacts, your reading glasses. You know, your bifocals. You but but don't worry. Your eyes are not deceiving you, old man. You do see Pac-12 football in the schedule with number twenty USC versus Arizona State. Woo! I, I, yeah, I'm, my eyes are my eyes are blinking rapidly right now, trying to make sure I'm seeing this right. Pac-12 football. I feel hey, I feel bad for these two teams, honestly, because this is a 12 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Yeah, that means this is three hours earlier for the Pac-12 and the Pacific yeah. time. The 9 a.m. 9 a.m. kickoff. For college football. First first, first, game, first game of the year. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. in California. Good Lord. But yeah, honestly. That sucks. It's going to be a good game. I do think Arizona State is better than what people give them. USC may struggle a little bit. But I'm still going to have to go with USC winning by seven. Give me the Look, Trojans. Un, uh, un, unless Bobby Hurley, which is the U- Arizona State's basketball coach, and Josh Christopher, which is their top-ranked basketball recruit, mm-hmm. switched to football. Their football team has no hope. Give me USC. Um, they're going to cover. I don't know how much, they're, but they're going to cover. Okay, 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 okay. And uh, so on to the next game. We mentioned that this team did have an upset. You say they're back. I'm not calling Almost Matthew McConaughey yet. I'm not calling Matthew McConaughey West yet. Virginia. Blue Mountains. Mountains. Shenandoah River. Um, it doesn't even matter. Uh, Life is older. Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm gonna take Texas. I mean, uh, West Virginia beat Kansas State, but like, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Texas not covering, but they're gonna win this. Texas, Texas. Well, I said two. Texas was back about ten minutes ago, so Texas is back. Someone get Matthew McConaughey on the phone. Texas by. By 12, okay, okay. I mean. But I'm not talking about field goals. They're going to score. They're going to miss a PAT, mm-hmm. and then they're going to kick two field goals. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. I'm getting very specific this week. <laughs> very, I, I like the specificness of it. 
Um, but hey, next next game, my mom's alma mater, and a dear friend of yours, and well, a daughter of a dear friend of mine in a way, Rach, go Rach, Rach the best, Liberty, the Flames. <laughs> They're playing Virginia Tech. This is a big game, realistically, for, for Liberty. This is a big game. Playing Virginia Tech. I'll tell you what. Someone at Liberty passed me the flame so I can pass it on down in Mississippi. I'm going to take Liberty by 10. <laughs> you know Virginia Tech's favored by 14 and a half in this game, right? Uh, Jackson. I'm still young. My eyes still work. Give me Liberty about 10. <laughs> okay. I told you I'm very specific this week, and I'm just going crazy because I feel mm-hmm. like I've been trying to be too safe with my, with my calls on spread the bread. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to start spreading the bread. Okay. I'm going to start okay. taking okay. a whole loaf of bread <laughs> during spread the bread, and I'm going to mark whatever number comes to my mind first during the game, and, that's, and I'm going to start okay. going for it. I'm spreading the bread. Liberty by 10. Give me Liberty. Give me Liberty. Winning. On a last-second field goal, winning by one, beating Virginia wow. Tech. They're going. Wow. They're going into Virginia, and like, well, I, I I take that back. They're not going into Virginia. Liberty is in Virginia. I am dumb. I'm sorry. They're going into Virginia Tech. There you go. And they're going. Yeah. I think. Okay. I think. There I think they win, they win last-second field goal by one. Give me the Flames, because I really want to see Coast Carolina and Liberty undefeated last game of the season. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing I'm not going to give you is COVID, but Florida might. Uh, then you've got eight Florida versus number five Georgia in Jacksonville. Yeah, good old Florida-Georgia game. That is a fun weekend on any year besides a COVID year. RV City downtown. They, they These people get serious about this game. Tailgating is serious for this game. You think the Egg yeah. Bowl is big? Brother, the fact that they play this game in a different city than either of these schools are in, is yep. huge, like you know, it's huge. But I, the the line's three and a half in favor of Georgia. I don't think Georgia's offense can compete and keep up with what Florida's offense is going to be able to bring. I get Florida's defense isn't great, and Georgia's is, but Florida's offense is multitudes better than Georgia's offense. Give me Florida by seventeen. Yeah, I mean, me and you have been, on, have been big on Florida this year. Um, and I even said Kyle Trask for Heisman, and I'm still there. I know he missed the game because of COVID. Uh, the whole team did. But but I'm still there. I mean, the, the kids put them numbers. He hasn't had a bad game, technically. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there, there hasn't been a game where you just think, Ugh, you know, that's a that's a blemish on the record, um, on, on his record as far as Heisman. I bet against Georgia in their offense, and they put in this this quarterback. And I mean, I just like it's hard for me to bet against Georgia because they've shown up and shown out so many times. Yeah, but against a, as high as I've been on Florida this year, as high as I've been on Florida this year, I'm going to take Georgia to cover in this game. Oh, wow! And that hurts me because I'm I'm big on Florida this year. I'm oh. big on Kyle Trask, but I'm going to take Georgia to cover. That's big considering, I mean, I get Kentucky has a great defense, but Georgia only put up 14 points against Kentucky. Yeah. Shout, shout, shout out to JT. I always got to give him a shout out. Most <laughs> loyal listener outside of our parents. Most loyal listener. But um, we did skip a game versus you. I did that on purpose. Okay. 
I mean, give me Marshall by 50. The line's 45. Give me Marshall by 50. I'm assuming you're right there with me, though. Give me Marshall by 22. Only by only 22? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I skipped this game, man. Come on. Hey, Marshall, okay. I don't even care. Marshall by 22. They're going to beat them by 95. Okay, okay, okay. But, hey, how about Cincinnati? <laughs> Hosting Houston. Cincinnati's uh, – I guess they're making they're making a case for being in the college football playoff. I mean, they're ranked sixth, undefeated. Like, like where was this respect when UCF went went undefeated? Like, come on! I don't know, but but I, I betted against some with week <laughs> two, and I said I wasn't betting against them until they proved me wrong. So I'm still betting with them. Give me Cincinnati to cover against Houston. Yeah, give me Cincinnati by fourteen. They're covering this game easily. Next game, Oklahoma, Kansas. <laughs> Another, another another easy cover. The line's 38. Another easy cover. Kansas, like, Les Miles. Just go home, my guy. Dude, just go home. Les, Les Miles hasn't done anything good since just he was at home. LSU. Like, and, just go, go home. Yeah. The Mad Hatter, your hat is blown away. You can't reach into it, your bag of tricks anymore. Just no, go home. Yeah, just get, get out of here. Like, go, Just go home. Yeah. Um, please. <laughs> give me Oklahoma about 45. Maybe even fifty, like Boomer sooner whoop de doo. I don't care. <laughs> Les, I care about you as a person. Stop putting yourself through this torture. Go home. Kansas Dude. football is not worth it. It's Just not. go home. So, next game, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Tell me how Kansas State's four and two, and they've beaten Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's ranked, and Kansas State isn't. Like, <laughs> make make no sense. It had to be two bad losses. Besides that, is why I mean you can't I mean, just win one game and get ranked if you've had two bad losses. I'm not I mean, looking at the schedule, but I'm just assuming their losses: that. Arkansas State and West Virginia. Well, Arkansas State. There you go. Yeah, I I get I get it, but I mean this. I think this game will be a good one. Yeah, if, Oklahoma if State bounces back, wins by ten for me. Bounces back and wins. They're by not going to cover. Oklahoma State's going to bounce back from a loss against Texas, and they're going to win by 10, but they're not going to cover. The line's mm-hmm. 12 and a half. Um, give me K-State by three. Wow. Back, bounce back game, win by three. Wow. Yeah, but how about Texas A&M? Four and one in the, ace, in the SEC. I apologize for almost saying ACC. Host, uh, going to South Carolina to play the Gamecocks. Um, Texas A&M. They look good. The only, their only blemish is a loss to Alabama, and I mean, we we both know how good Alabama is. Like, is Texas A&M for real? Could they be that dark horse college football playoff team since they don't have to play for the SEC championship? You want me to put it very simple for you? Yes. No. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, no, I don't think they're a dark horse college football team. I think the dark, the quote unquote. Dark horse college football team is probably one of these smaller schools not in the Power Five conference this year because they're going to go undefeated and they're going to win their conference. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I had a cough there. Okay. Um, but but no, I don't think I don't think anyone in the SEC is going to be considered quote unquote dark horse candidate um, just because they're all playing SEC games. So you will know exactly what you're getting out of these teams before the end of the year. That's true. That's true. But back to the game. Give me Texas A&M by 14. The Lions 10. Give me Texas oh, A&M by yeah, 14. They're, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to whoop South Carolina. Uh, speaking of whoopings, this next one, Iowa State versus Baylor. The only chance Baylor has is if Matt Rule leaves 
the Carolina Panthers, where he just got whooped by another bear in the year Chicago Bears and comes back to the Baylor Bears and helps out. And I still don't think they win this game. I, uh, I don't the think line they win is 14. Yeah. Give me Iowa State by 22. Uh, I'm right there with you, but I'm going I'm to up it to 24. Give me Iowa State. Wow. Iowa State. I don't wanna... Hey, you did like I referenced Chicago Bears, though. I did. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad you went back two weeks since the, to last week because that was just painful. I about it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna look right over. Yep, yep. We're gonna look right over it. Even, to, even though you brought up, even though you brought up Michigan's loss first, you know we're we're gonna look right over your Bears losing. It's fine. I, I, we're gonna talk about it. It's okay. It's okay. You've bashed on Nebraska enough. I can bash on Michigan once. Okay. Hey, a, a game Clemson fans might want to look over at the end of the year. Number one, Clemson versus number four, Notre Dame. That is Trevor is Lawrence still out for this game? He is. So what's interesting about this is that he is technically out, but he will be on the sidelines. So I don't know what that necessarily means. Um, I think it's – Because he won't be contagious by then. Yes. I think um, – let's see. I'm reading right now. It says – Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence will be on the sideline for the Tigers game at Notre Dame on Saturday. Lawrence is recovering from COVID and will have been through the isolation period by then. I think it's a thing of, hey, he hasn't gotten to practice. He's going to be on the sideline just in case the backup who will be starting this week gets hurt. I think. I could be absolutely wrong. I have no idea. But that's what I think is the case. And if that's the case, um, ah, this is ah, this is a close one. I mean, it's very tough. Notre Dame has one of the best offensive lines in in the country right now. Um, the line is still Clemson five and a half. It was bigger before it was announced that Trevor Lawrence was going to be missing this game. Give me Clemson by one. Going into into South Bend on prime time, which is where game day will be. Which is it's so interesting. This game's on NBC because it's because it's Notre Dame. Like this is that's that's a little ridiculous to me. Like if I'm gonna be honest, but my my thing is is like only at Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State and whatever can you lose Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. and his backup is the number one recruit in the country. Right, that's that's the only place that you, <laughs> that you have something like that, and yeah. like only only but, in Clemson, like yeah, because <laughs> like even mm, in Alabama, Tua Mac, goes down. Yeah, okay, you, and you know Mac Jones, who and now we realize he's a good quarterback, yeah. but like uh, he wasn't yeah. a he wasn't a number one recruit. That's what I'm saying. So like yeah, only at Clemson but, do you have the former number one recruit backed up by a former number one recruit. Yeah, and I mean like when they pulled uh, Jalen Hurts in the national title game, who they have yeah. behind him, Tua. Like, come on. Yeah. Good job, Georgia. You're shutting down Jalen Hurts. Here's two yeah. tongue of my loa for you. It <laughs> yeah. was like it was like, congrats, <laughs> Notre Dame. You have a chance. Trevor Lawrence is down. And yeah. here's the number one recruit for I, you. I think the reason why Clemson can still win this game is because um the backup is going into the he came into this week of practice knowing full week. Yeah. Well, there's exactly. that but he's knowing that hey, this is this is my team this week. There's no there's no doubt that Trevor Lawrence is potentially playing. Like last week, there was a potential that he may be able to play, but he's going into – and, you know, it was last minute knowing that he was going to get the start. This week, he has a full week of practice knowing he's a guy. There's no doubt in his mind he can go out there and ball out. 
Yep. It's just it's just like anytime you bring any so so my inference like NFL with Justin Herbert, like he had a good first game, you know? Like he yeah. played well once once um the starting quarterback got hurt with the punctured lung or punctured rib. Yeah, Tyra and then, like when he got that weak man, he was totally different. Oh yeah. I mean Justin Herbert looked good against the Chiefs for learning that he was going to start pregame. Like, out of the rookie quarterbacks between Tua, Burrow, and Herbert, um, first game starts, he by far looked the best. Yeah, I mean, Herbert's still Herbert's still a different breed, man. Not, I mean, not Herbert, uh, Burrow. Burrow's uh, just yeah. – well, I mean, Burrow's the man, man. Yeah, like he's, he's a yeah. – you put you put Burrow in the Chargers offense, he he would be doing just as good. Yeah, as like well, you better. take the Cincinnati team that was getting blown out every single game last year, and they they've mm-hmm. been in games this year. Well, and they it's just, not Burrow's they fault. They're beat, losing. Uh, who was it? Um, they just beat Tennessee. Oh, uh, I didn't really. I didn't see or that. I forget. I forget who they beat. But anyway, um, no, they just went was in, crazy, man. Yeah, they just went in and actually beat a a decent team this past week. Yeah, they beat the Titans thirty-one to twenty. And the Titans nice. have a good defense. So the Titans have a good defense. Yeah. I mean, they almost they almost beat the Browns until Baker Mayfield. I mean, you know him. It's like the commercial yep. says with the Heisman, he does better under pressure. Yep. You know, and so mm-hmm. Baker became Baker for a couple minutes. Yeah. So back to college football. Speaking of, you know, Heisman commercial and whatnot. Back to Heisman's. There, dude, there's there's no line on this Ohio State Rutgers game. Uh is that well, the last the last time that happened the game was canceled so uh yeah so i i don't think it's there there hasn't been any talks about um covid cases at Rutgers or Ohio State um i don't know what's going on there as to why there's not a line but in case you know they do play give me Ohio State by 50 Against Rutgers. Give me Ohio State by 32. That's it? That's it. Why only 32? Just because Rutgers beat Michigan State, so they have my respect. Yeah. yeah they're going to get, they're going to get, they're going to get skull dragged. Yeah. But I mean, I Ohio, State, 32. Ohio State put up more than 32 on Nebraska. And I, I think Nebraska's that, better than Rutgers. Are they? Uh, what's his, is Tua's brother at Rutgers or Maryland? Maryland. Okay. I would say if it was just Maryland, I'd give you that respect because it's Tua's brother. But it's no. Rutgers. But no, hey. hold up, Jackson. Yeah, hold up, hold up. What? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Pac-12 football again. Wait, number twelve, wait, Oregon wait. versus Stanford. Don't you mean it's a duck? But no, it's a bird. It's, <laughs> it's a, a plane. plane. No, it's, it's a, a duck. duck. It's a giant tree. It's a big <laughs> S versus a big O. Pac-12 football once again, In number Eugene, 12 Oregon, Oregon. at home versus Stanford. Mm. No, Andrew Luck is not back at Stanford. Yes, Oregon covers. Yeah, Give me Oregon I mean, by 17. I do think this is a little disrespect on Oregon. I know that they just lost Justin Herbert, but Stanford also just lost their quarterback to Mississippi State. Like, um, if you're ranking Oregon number 12 in the country and you're only picking them to win by 11 – um, that's a little bit of disrespect, honestly. Put on, put on the ducks. Uh, give me Oregon by twenty. Like, I, I just don't see how, unless, unless the backup behind Herbert is just trash. But if that's yeah. the case, then I feel like Oregon should be ranked lower. Like, 
you got to think that analysts, you know, and the yeah. AP people like would have looked into that. Like he's either, he's either decent or he's trash. Like, yeah. So no, you don't, you don't get ranked number 12, your first game after missing the first nine weeks of the season yeah. or eight weeks, whatever it was. Was it eight weeks? Uh, nine seven. weeks. Seven. Technically nine. We're on oh. week 10 of college football. Um, uh, well, no, not, I, not every team has played. I get not every team's played 10 weeks, but we're oh, yeah, technically on week 10. Because majority, well, um, the most game, the most wins is seven right now. Yeah. So let's just say we're on week eight. Yeah. All right. Um, norm, normally we'd be on week 10. Oh, yeah, we are. On we're on week now. eight. Um, so you, you don't miss eight weeks of football, seven weeks of football, mm-hmm. and get ranked number 12 if you don't have a feasible quarterback. Exactly. Like, yeah, Oregon, Oregon's, Oregon's got this by more, more than 11. But speaking of feasible quarterbacks, Grayson McCall of Coastal Carolina. Yes, we're back at it again with Coastal Carolina, still riding the effects of their College World Series win so many ages ago versus <laughs> the – Pride of Mobile, South Alabama. They need to find a new pride, brother. Well, definitely at the University of Mobile. We both know that. Hey, speaking of UM, real quick, they those guys put up ninety in basketball the other night. Prop yeah, to them. but you don't you don't you don't know who they were playing. I know who they were playing. That's a little bit Bible, like a, almost like a a Baptist college around here in the like the Laurel area. Yeah, and my high school's gym is better than that gym. Um, it's, it's not, they, they just started their basketball team, I think two years ago. Okay. But yeah, I'm, so I'm so put up I never, I, when I was at UM, I never saw yeah. UM put up 90 on anybody. Whoa. Hey, when you were at UM, I was playing on UM. Calm down. Hey, calm down. Hey, hey, calm hey, down. hey, hey, calm hey. down. We would have put up 90 if you would have stayed, but you left. You left. I did leave. I, don't I did want, leave. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it because it'll, it'll put me in my feels. It'll put me in my hurt. <laughs> I, I will be hurt. If if we talk about um, it, because you you also left me as as a roommate and I feel really hurt. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of leaving, Coastal Carolina is not going to leave any points on the board. Uh, give me Coastal Carolina. By, I don't even know. Forty five. I mean, what wait, what do you wait, want me to we say? We're talking about disrespect. This line is disrespect. That line is. <laughs> you're telling me Coastal Carolina is only eighteen points better than South Alabama. <laughs> I mean, hey, South Alabama's got a pretty. I mean, very pretty new football stadium, but it ain't helping their football team. Give me Coastal Carolina by at least forty-nine, at least forty-nine. Yeah, I, this is this is gonna be a bad one, man. I feel I feel bad for for South Alabama's defense. Like I I don't feel bad for South Alabama. I feel bad for Coastal Carolina getting disrespected like that 18 <laughs> points and they're ranked they're ranked 15th and they and they does Vegas are not know something I, I, does Vegas know something we don't know about right now 18 okay. points the the number 12 team playing unranked team is an 11 point favorite the number 15 team playing unranked team is only an 18 point favorite Vegas what are you not telling I, I'm, us I'm confused what are you not telling us cuz either Vegas knows something or the AP polls know something but like I I I am highly confused here, but you know, and then you know, there's that one game that nobody cares about. Purdue, Wisconsin got canceled. Nobody cared about it anyway, so it got canceled. But um, since I am a fan, uh, I'm gonna touch on one one more game, just 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 one. If if you'll do me the the honor of t- of allowing me to touch on one more game, well, pitter patter, get at her. You, you are the best for bringing that up, by the way. It, 
Uh, Letter Kenny for anybody who doesn't know that show and that reference. Yes. Letter Kenny. Love that show. It's on my, uh, I've got a little light up, um, board thing that sits mm. on my coffee table and says, uh, pitter patter. <laughs> but anyway, pitter patter, get at her. Nebraska going to Northwestern. Woo. This line is in favor of Northwestern by four. This has always been a good game recent in recent years um, between Nebraska and Northwestern. Um, more so when Bo Pelini was there. Uh, it was always coming down to the last last possession, realistically, between these two teams. Um, I really want to see more of Luke McCaffrey or at least Adrian Martinez thrown to a wide receiver. But I think um, – I think Nebraska could potentially pull this one out. But what I don't know is the two players that got suspended um, technically for targeting, mm-hmm. do they have to sit out this game since the Wisconsin game got canceled? I mean, I, I'm not going to get into a big debate about it. I, I just don't know. Like, yeah. No, there's no way they sit them out, right? Like, that's a little cruel. Like, I... First, you canceled Nebraska's game against Wisconsin, and then you're going to make these guys sit out after, like, that's just mean. But I'd like to see Nebraska get a win before they get beat by Penn State next week. Yeah. I mean, Penn State's 0-2. Who knows? (laughs) Stranger things have happened. Indiana beating Penn State. (laughs) Yeah. So, but um, well, since since you got since you got one little extra, I'm gonna get an extra. Okay, okay. we're gonna go back to the NBA real quick to finish. Okay. Um, so the NBA announced their 2020 draft is locked for November 18th. Okay. Which, if you look at the calendar, when this is posted, will be 14 days away. Yes. Who who goes number one in your mind if you've looked at it? Um, who goes number one in my mind? Let's see. Who's got, and, and who's, so, who's got the one pick? The number one is the Timberwolves. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure if it was them or um, yeah. Golden State. Which, speaking quick side note, Golden State's New Jersey's fresh. Um, yeah, the, the throwbacks to the We Believe area. Yes, yeah. they're fresh. Um, I honestly, here's what I would love. I'm going to say what I would love to see happen and what I think is going to happen. Yeah. What I would love to see happen is the Timberwolves trade that pick and get D-Book. Yeah. I think um, everyone would love to see that. It, I would Except love tons fans. Yes, I would love to see that because I do think the Timberwolves are a decent team and could compete in the West. Not 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 like top three, but like a steady like six four through four through seven seed steady in the West. Mm. With I mean you got Cat there and you got D'Angelo and if you put book I mean D book D book good like. Those three, and then you know the supporting cast that they already have. Yeah, you got you got Okage, you got Ding, you got yeah, yeah. you got some good players yeah, on that. That's a good team. I would like to see that happen. What a, what I think. Are you okay over there? I was I was dying for a second. I tried to mute my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I just want I, I just had to make sure you're good. Um, what I yeah, think yeah. will happen is, um, I I don't think. Edwards is going number one. I think Minnesota is going to be stupid and take ball number one, and Edwards will fall 
to I for gosh, why am I stupid? I I forget I mean, the order the Warriors of the draft. Have the second pick. Um I think uh Is it the Warriors or is it hold up? I'm looking right now. It's Warriors and yeah. the, it's the, the Warriors, Hornets. Charlotte, and the and Bulls. Yeah. Um I read today that the Bulls are looking at the guy from Israel. Really? Even, yeah. Oh, even man. I just I wanted even I wanted if, y'all to, I wanted y'all to take uh I wanted y'all to take the dude out of Dayton. Yeah, even if Ball is still on the board, they're looking at the guy from Israel, I believe. That's why I saw on Bleacher Report. Well, Ball Ball's not making it to pick four. So. Yeah. Uh, so I I think Edwards. The only the mm, I I think Minnesota's gonna they're they're gonna make the mistake and take Ball, and Edwards is gonna end up on somebody's team. I, I mean, obviously, we'll end up on somebody's well, team. Here's like, my thing: the the Warriors, if if the Timberwolves don't yeah. trade the pick and someone doesn't pick Wiseman, if the Warriors keep the pick, the Warriors are getting Wiseman. Okay. They have Steph. They have Clay. They've got Andrew Wiggins. They've got Draymond. They pick Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Okay. Now, if they go and trade, you know, if they if yeah. let's say. Let's say the Timberwolves select Ball or Wiseman or somebody else, okay, mm-hmm. and Edwards is still on the board. Yeah, don't be surprised if they trade Wiggins and pick and and pick, trade Wiggins for somebody or something and pick Edwards uh, because Anthony Edwards is going to be a superstar. Yes. and he's going to be an elite scorer. He has got the body and he's got the the shot for the NBA. So and so you take that body and put. I mean, it's going to be tough to guard. But, yeah. But Wiseman is the easy pick. For Golden State. Oh, if, if easy pick. Yes, I think Golden State. That's what Golden State needs to go with. Um, I think Anthony Edwards played shooting guard in in college for Georgia. Yeah, but he's big enough and to play the and three, and so is Clay. But he's six three. Is is that? Yeah, is, but is that? Would you still I'm, consider I'm not that? Worried about that? Would you still consider that big enough to play the three? I, I'm looking at his body, how his body is built, mm-hmm. and and how well he controls himself in the air and stuff like that. He yeah. takes contact. I'm not you play the put him at the two and put Clay at the three and call it a day. I think I think what could happen is seeing if Golden if go if if Minnesota takes ball and Edwards is still on the table, I really hope Golden State takes um Wiseman out of Memphis because good good luck stopping Golden State then. Like yeah. Good luck. Um I kind of feel like Edwards could drop down to five and go to Cleveland. Okay. Caught with Colin, uh, Colin Sexton's there as, as the point guard, right? Um, yeah, but no, you've also got Darius Garland there as well. But then you put you got Edwards and you still have Kevin Love. Yeah, but you you can't if they first of all for Cleveland to do that, one of those other two guards have to get traded because Colin Sexton's not the best size, six foot six one. Yeah. And Darius Garland is about six one, six two, or somewhere in there. And so one or two of them have to go if you get Wiseman. So not Wiseman if you get Edwards. And I, so I just don't see them drafting Edwards. Why, why? I would see them drafting Obi. I would see them draft Obi Toppin before Edwards. But I don't see Edwards dropping out of the top three. Somebody will either trade for him or yeah, that I Timberwolves, Warriors, or Hornets pick Edwards. That is the, his body um, is too built for the NBA, yeah. and his shooting touch and his scoring package is too built yeah. for the NBA see, to pass on. See, the, was, the, the ceiling is right. too high. I was thinking he was a point guard. I could see him going three no. to Charlotte with um, crap. What's his name? Jalen Brown. 
Isn't Charlotte Charlotte? Is Charlotte and Jalen Brown or is that Jason Tatum? No, no. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the Celtics. Who'd they trade for Kemba? They they traded they traded for the point guard. This is really, you, you'll you'll think of it after we get off the podcast. Um, but they they traded for their backup point guard that went crazy while while Kyrie was out. Roy uh, Rozier. Yeah. There no. You go. Proud of you. No, yeah, Charlotte. But that's not the only thing they traded for, and I it's know. not and, and it's not the only thing they have. They here's my thing. Charlotte still. They they have a lot of good forwards that they drafted the past couple of years and yeah. PJ Washington and then the guy at Michigan State Miles Bridges, yeah. So they need someone kind of at the two to kind of you know yeah. complete that team that's a little not, bit. That's they not still, Malik Monk. They eat, I mean, yeah, Ma, yeah, Malik Malik Monk is not the answer. He never has yeah. been in Charlotte. I mean, you got Miles, um, you got my, like I said, Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges, and Terry yeah, Rozier. And yeah, uh, Nicholas, uh, what's his bucket? Bat, uh, Batum, Batum, I forget. Batum, yeah. yeah, he's older though. Don't worry about him. Yeah, so I mean, but, yeah, I could see Edwards going to Charlotte. That's what I'm saying. I just, I if if even if teams trade in, Edwards doesn't fall out of the top three in my yeah. mind. Um, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that Chicago does not take Lamelo. Nah, like. Like I'm glad that the Bleacher Report came out today saying even if Lamelo's on the board, they're not going that route, and that they're thinking of no, they don't they don't need to they don't yeah. need to they've got Colby White they've got they've got uh, Zach Levine I think they're pretty set right there in that one two combo. You're um, exactly Colby White's a really fast and up down player, and mm-hmm. so is Zach Levine. So they work well together in the backcourt. Right. Uh, they just need to they just need to kind of sure up. They're looking who's, yeah. like who's playing who's playing the three and five for them. For like for this for whatever they're gonna run, are they are they gonna are they gonna keep? Um, oh my goodness, I can't remember his name now. Uh, the guy they got it from the Wizards. That they oh that they got uh it's not PJ Tucker. Oh, right. I, I don't know why I just thought of that name. Um, but yeah. No. Anyways, they they they've got to figure out if he's gonna keep pulling the three for them. I mean, you still got or, you got or if, you got Wendell Carter or if they're gonna go a different is, way is there as well. I mean, who Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is is he their five for the future? Right. Like, does he work with Markkinen, or does Markkinen work, that one of them two? Mm-hmm. Either they either work perfect together, or they're going to trade one of the two. It's gonna it's gonna be just like what what yeah. uh, the Pacers are going through right now with Turner and and Bogdanovich, not Bogdanovich, with Turner and and the other the white the white dude. Yeah, are you, can't oh, remember his name right now. Um, by the way, the guy that you're talking about from the Wizards was Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, but but. But yeah. but I, I don't want Chicago for your sake. I don't want Chicago to go through what the Pacers are doing right now and try and make their four and five work and work and work when they don't work well together and just go ahead and like okay if it doesn't work this year or halfway through the year trade it and find other pieces that work yeah. together. You're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Figure out who you like more and trade it and, and fix it. Yeah. Are you talking about Sabonis Turner and Sabonis? Yeah. Sabonis. They yeah. don't work with they don't work together and they haven't and, and the Pacers are still trying to figure it out like. Yeah. And, it, will it work this way? Will it work this way? It doesn't work. Just get rid of it and try to fix it. Yeah, and so like they're they're talking about like I said the the guy from from Israel. I don't know if that's the right pick for Chicago. Um, he's a, he's the sm- he's a small forward. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if that's where they go. I but at the same time the guy from out of Dayton like is he the answer over marketing? 
I mean, he definitely he he um put simply, he allows more flexibility in that lineup. Obi Toppin does because he can just play more of a small ball four. Like he can play the three. I say small ball, he's six eight. Yeah. All right, but he yeah, just has more eight, skill six, in the four yeah. than than marketing. Marketing stretches the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like he can post up, but Obi Toppin like has guard skill at six yeah. eight. And, and so, like, he just – he plays more in the modern NBA. Here, here's what I'll say. They've got, they've got him listed on ESPN as 6'9". Wendell Carter's listed as 6'9", and he's playing our center as the center. Yeah. So well, He's a good shot blocker. Oh, though, so yeah, I, yeah, I respect yes, that. yes. So, like, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm agreeing with you. Like, he, he could help stretch the floor, play, the floor playing the four, the four for yeah. them. And so, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm eager to touch on the draft as we get closer. Um, on the 17th, mm-hmm. you know, we, mm-hmm. I say like for people listening on the 17th of November when we record for the 18th, because as everyone knows, we release on Wednesdays, we will be doing a draft coverage. Like, yeah. And I look forward to it. Like, okay. yeah. So fantastic. Exactly. But, but I, you know, I, that was a, that was a great way to end with a look to the future. So with that being said, everyone go check us out on social media, sports brain on Facebook. Um, Yeah. Stop looking to the future for a minute and look to the now and look at the podcast is getting better. Okay. But our views are going down better, but our views are going down. We need your help. Do I I signed up for 20 something more episodes after episode 10. Don't make me regret it. And like, do I need to make my audio quality that much worse? So like, like, and, and, and it's what I'm hearing that y'all just like listening to Caleb. Is that what I? Is that what I'm hearing? Nah, chill out, chill out, chill out. Hey, hey, episode <laughs> one's got 88 views. Okay, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but what... I was also just yelling that whole episode. So do <laughs> we need to get back to you yelling? Yeah, viewers, we should start yelling know. everything again. <laughs> viewers, let us know. Um, we look forward to hearing from JT. By the way, um, he always provides great feedback. Um, he's he's a great man. Look forward to having him on the podcast. Uh, yeah, speaking of feedback, hey, in, any feedback is welcome. Anything you want to talk about on yeah. next week's podcast, let us know. We'll talk about it probably. Yeah, put, we'll, we'll take we'll, we'll split it. Yeah, post on the Facebook page. Send Caleb or I a text if you if you know us personally. Like, let us know. We will. We'll put it into the pool of ideas, and that pool is very shallow right now, so it will most likely get brought up. But um, that's all we got for for today. Uh, Everyone have a great week, and this is to Caleb being the NFL commissioner in 2036. Woo! Peace out, y'all. Peace and love, baby. 